Hello, and welcome back to another episode with the Uninformed Gamers. I am Chameleon or Chris, one of your hosts here, and I have with me Darkness Tiger or Devin. Hey, that is me. What's going on, brother man? Oh, you know, nothing much, man. Just uh, just living life. <laughs> I think my favorite part of living life is that like two second delay you do before we start the podcast. Listen, because you, you you judge me if you think you think I started before it started. I didn't tell you that. That was someone did. Here's review. Uh, blame him for your mistakes because <laughs> it wasn't a mis- like I seriously started as soon as I saw it hit zero and then I saw the dots the zero dot thing <laughs> so like if I somehow beat that then I'm faster than a computer get good computer <laughs> so for those who are listening this little bit of insider baseball uh, it's become kind of a running gag that Chris never knows when to start <laughs> it's like either too soon or just slightly too late Listen, I waited for one second before I started this time. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought it was on time, all right? It's perfectly fine. Um, uh, obviously, Chris just mentioned that I'm with him, but that means that, unfortunately, Rat Dreams Review is not with us, but he will be joining us uh, next week for the next week's episode. And we're going to allow him to talk about the Digimon tournament. Uh, we know where he plays, but we're not going to give you that information until he can actually have that conversation with you guys. Yes. Uh, this week we got quite a few stories, but uh, Chris, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Actually, I know what you've been up to. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving. Uh, bought a house. Moving. Um, yeah, and a little Destiny, and then I also um, I started the first Ninja Gaiden game. Actually, really? Why'd you start that? I saw I was on Game Pass. I was like. Yeah, I'll try it again. See if I'm any better now. That I know, I remember the game being incredibly hard. Were you any better? I got through the first stage. Oh, <laughs> progress. I got through chapter one, and I looked it up. There's 16 chapters. <laughs> oh, those so you got six, 15 more chapters to go. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's uh, it's okay. The, I don't. I don't. Rem- I don't really remember fully the series and where I got stuck at. I I kind of remember being on like on like a uh a like bit like a building a big building and it was like a skyscraper or something and I was fighting and it was like it was like nighttime and whatever the boss was on there was just smoking me. Mm-hmm. Um now this, I don't remember exactly which Ninja Gaiden game this is, but I do remember that scenario and I do remember getting my ass beat. Wow. <laughs> Well, at least you're back into it now. Is this the one? Is this the uh, Ninja Gaiden from 2004? Yeah, whatever the oldest one is, is that one. Well, there's one from <laughs> I believe there's one from the 80s, but I think it ain't that one. Like, yeah, the one you're playing I think is from 2004. Yeah, which makes that game old enough to legally vote. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's really, really all I've been up to. A little Destiny on top of that. Um, I beat a raid from the start to finish, mm-hmm. which was fun. I had a lot of fun doing that in Destiny 2. Um, yeah, and that's that's really it, man. That's really it. Very exciting. What about you? Uh, well, I helped you. I obviously helped you move that day. Yep. And uh, I've been assisting Moss and going back and forth to Moss House a lot with gas for me being about six plus dollars a gallon. Yep. Uh, Big and- time. 
Yeah, big time. But in the meantime, because I just don't like leaving the house because it costs me money every time to do so. I've been uh, playing my Gran Turismo 7, so I'm uh, getting a little bit further in that. Um, working my way through Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy. I'm still not done with it because I'm not rushing my way through it. I will play it maybe two or three times a week only for an hour so I can actually enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take my time. I don't want to rush through it because it's a game that does not deserve to be rushed. Right. Um, because of the new uh, Top Gun Maverick DLC, I have been going back to Microsoft Flight Simulator and practicing my moves on that. And um, I'm realizing that I need to probably get a whole like cockpit set up for just to play that. Because <laughs> just it, it's I'm I'm not doing as well as I would hope with a controller. Like, yeah. With racing games, yeah, I can do a controller, no problem. But with Flight Simulator, I feel like I need to get the whole setup. So once I get back from my vacation next week, oh wait, I probably might. I, well, I might not be joining. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. I might not join you guys next week because okay, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I'll have my computer with me. Um, so doing that, and recently I actually booted up Yakuza last night, like a dragon. Oh my god, you hate that game though. It, it, I hate it, but it's also on my backlog. And for the listeners who don't know me, it's not that it's a bad game in any capacity. It most certainly is not. It's actually a very good game. I just do not like turn-based fighting games. They're not really for me. I'd much rather do all the work myself. So that's kind of slowed my progress with Yakuza Like a Dragon, unlike when I played Yakuza 0 and I was able to play through it without a single problem. So it's slowed down, but I'm definitely working on my backlog. Last night, I was sitting there. I had my... uh, brand new headset ready to go it was like after eight so it was dark my lg oc1 was perfectly primed and ready and Mm -hmm. i sat there for about two minutes and i said do i really want to start assassin's creed valhalla now (laughs) the question was no i did not no no it's it's a grind bro i know that game's long yeah every assassin's creed is long um yeah odyssey I, i think i have about 170 hours in odyssey give or take yeah. Um, and with my backlog of Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy, Yakuza, Halo Infinite still somewhere in there. Just the idea of starting an Assassin's Creed game is just not ready for me. No, I, I don't blame you, dude. I do not blame you one bit. No, but we'll get into it. Maybe um, I won't be taking my Xbox on vacation because I won't have time. But uh, once I get back, I don't expect myself going anywhere for a while. So I'll be able to get a lot more done in the video game realm. Hopefully I can be bringing you guys uh a final review of a game I finally complete, but it's been a minute since I beat a game. That was last game I beat was Death's Door. Oh wow! What yeah. what game is it? What do you mean? That you might finish. Uh, looking at it, the game I'm looking most likely to finish first is either going to be Marvel Gardens of the Galaxy, yep, or, or Trek to Yomi. I think I might just play Trek to Yomi just to rush through it and not worry about the DLC, <laughs> not worry about the collectibles, and get it done. Because I kid you not. I cannot play this game unless I have a full guide. It's okay, this thing is hidden behind this uh, building over here. You have to go through there. I can't play a game without this. Yeah, no, without a doubt, dude. Some of those games are like that, man. Yeah, but Trek to Yomi does not seem to be worth it for me to go ahead and do it. I'm not loving the game as much as I thought I was going to. You're not loving it like you did Death's Door. <laughs> that is accurate. That is 100%. And <laughs> Just murking people with an umbrella. No, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our main topic. Now, this past, uh, what was that, Monday? No. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, this past Sunday was the event that we've all been waiting for. 
Ever since the Sony State of Play, we've been curious, what is Microsoft going to respond with? What is Xbox going to bring us? What does Bethesda have to say? And overall, Chris, we're going to go through each of the announcements and we're going to talk about the feedback. But Mm -hmm. overall, the showcase, did you enjoy the showcase? Do you think it could have been doing a little bit more or do you just think it wasn't enough? Okay. Um, So out of 10, I give it a solid eight. Okay. Um, The reason that it's not higher was... I would have loved to have saw more of Xbox's first party studios. Yeah. Um, so there was what one, no two, no, I'm sorry. There was a few first party games, but several of those were basically DLC in a way. Yeah. Um, and one of them was something completely new that we've just not, we just hadn't seen before yet. No, two, two things, two of things. Um, I'm trying to like be vague on purpose. Um, we'll get into them. Yeah. Uh, two, two of those, two of those games that are Microsoft first party were, um, were, what do you call it? Um, were like shown as like new stuff, but yeah, every, it was just weird. I would have loved to have saw a few other things that we haven't seen or heard too much about. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, so if, so did a good job with what they had, you know. So if they would have shown more uh, Microsoft first-party studio games that we've not already seen, that would have given you that additional two points to make it a yeah. ten. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, fair absolutely. Because there was there was a few franchises. There's at least three franchise, three IPs that I know that are in. We all know they're in development. But we didn't. We thought we were going to see something from them, and we did not. Well, we can go ahead because it wasn't included. We're not going to obviously go through the list. But obviously, there were two big things that stuck out for me as not being shown. Yeah. Uh, obviously, number one is Fable. That yep. Was, that's the reason why I could never give this a ten out of ten because there's no Fable. Yep. Exactly. Um, for me, I, I was expecting to see at least like a better teaser trailer of Perfect Dark Zero. Yep. We didn't, we didn't get that either. Um, there was no Gears of War announcement. There was no Halo announcement. Well, that's not true. There was like a little Halo DLC, and but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, there was, was no uh, Avowed, um, no, no Hellblade. Uh, Hellblade, yeah, which we assume is the furthest along in development. Yep. Um, there's no, um, uh, there was one more. Um, whatever. No whatever it was. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> No Jade Empire. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> EA, come on, man. <laughs> Disney. Um, <laughs> whatchamacallit. Uh, but no, let's go ahead and let's get into it. Uh, yeah. I think this overall was just fine. Um, yeah. I, think, I think it was showed us a little bit more than we got from the Sony showcase. A lot more than what we got from the Sony showcase. Yeah, and I think for that, it's epic. But as you're saying, they could have done more, and I absolutely agree. Yeah. So, Let's talk about the very first announcement, and that is the gameplay of Redfall by Bethesda. Did, did you see this? What were your thoughts? I have thoughts. Dude, I thought this was awesome. This looks fun. Really? I didn't have that same thought. <laughs> really? I, I, I thought it looked like a great time. Well, the problem was is that my expectation of what I thought Redfall was going to be versus what was shown were two different things. Huh. I was I, imagining the like cartoony, like... I don't know, like, what is that, 80s look? Yeah, but were you expecting Left 4 Dead? 
Kind of. I was not. That was the problem. I was not expecting Left for Dead. Oh, okay. I was, I was expecting more of a Dishonored type style. Yeah. Um, more of, because that's not, but that's just not really like Left for Dead Valve type gaming. That's why I was kind of surprised to see that. And once you retune your brain and say, okay, so this is going to be a four person uh, shooter up, then yeah, it looks exciting. It is going to be the brand, basically a brand new Left for Dead. Yeah. Uh, even though we just had one that nobody played. Um, Back for Blood, I played the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, I think Back for Blood, I don't think people are still playing it. You're you're probably right. Yeah, we'll get the numbers on that. Somebody will correct us. Um, but overall, did this did this teaser make you more excited for Redfall? Are you kind of sad it got pushed back, or do you think the pushback wasn't necessarily necessary? This made me very excited for Redfall. Um, I hope that they're able to get the time they need to do the bug squashing. Um, uh, the performance updates, um, pretty much just fine tuning, like, you know, smoothing everything out for release. I, um, like, like I said, I'm excited for this game. Um, cause I like games like this. I like the, the like co-op shooter. Um, then this is instead of it being zombies, it's, um, it's vampires, which is cool. And then I, I like the whole, like each of you has powers and stuff. I thought that was, that was fun. Just a yeah. neat little thing. It is good to see that um, Bethesda is going to be having a multiplayer game coming out. So I do, I do appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so let's move over to the next one. So we're going to give Red. We'll give Redfall a, a plus. We'll give one, them a thumbs up because that was. Yeah. It was. It was insane. Don't get me wrong. It was, just wasn't what I expected. We'll give them a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, the next one was a platformer, Hollow Knight Silsong, and this is going to be debut on Game Pass. Um, what were your thoughts when you first saw this? I didn't, I don't really care for platformers like this. So this is kind of a, let me get on my phone and, and wait for this to bypass. Um, so I thought this is an, I thought this was actually a very big grab. So if you didn't know hollow Knight, the original was, is one is very critically acclaimed. It's like, it's considered one of the better, like platformer, like Metroidvania, um, games. Yeah. Um, like my buddy, like, uh, my buddy Kev, he, um, as soon as he, he heard about it, he was super pumped. I think this is going to be massive. Um, very massive for, um, for everyone. I mean, if you, if you like Hollow Knight, you're going to like this. See, I think this is the beauty of game pass. Cause this would normally not be a game that I would personally purchase, but the fact that it's on Game Pass, if I'm scrolling through, I might actually download this and give it a try. Yeah, I, I think the first Hollow Knight's on Game Pass as well. If you want to ever give that a shot. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I might. Well, let me get through my backlog and go from there. <laughs> yes. Now, the next one that was announced, and when this announced, you saw the title screen for this announced, and it said console launch exclusive, which is one of my favorite things to see, because it means oh, this isn't exclusive to one console. It's just going to launch exclusively on one console. So it's going to probably yes. be a timed exclusive for Xbox before it moves over to Sony or Nintendo. Yep. And this game is called uh, High on Life from the creators of Rick and Morty. When I was watching this game, I thought I was an asset. This thought- game looks so funny. Like... <laughs> Like when the guns and stuff were talking and so like, like, did you have to pull so hard or squeeze? Like it was just, it was just actually really funny. This is like Tucker <laughs> Live and Reloaded in 2022. Like and, this is the game you, would, you could only make now. Like 
Like, cause you can't make Conquer Alive and Reloaded now. Oh God, no! I, I want it to be made now, but they they won't. They you can't. They're cowards. That is literally one game you cannot remake um, or remaster. But I think High on Life is going to be our closest thing to that because this this was so over the top. I love the animation <laughs> style. I love the color scheme. Yeah, it did seem kooky as hell. It yes, kooky as hell. <laughs> yes, and I'm all for it. Bring it on. But yeah, it, it it's definitely kooky in a good way. Now, yes. the next thing that was announced was um, basically what was brought up was that every game that we're seeing here today are going to be playable in the next 12 months. So yes. in exactly one year's time, all everything that we saw will be available. Yes. Now, do you think that's the reason why we didn't see Perfect Dark Zero? We didn't see Fable. Um, we didn't see Avowed. And I hope that's not why we didn't see Hellblade. Yeah, well... Hellboy could be coming out in July or something, you know, <laughs> July of 2023. Oh, I no. assume it's coming out next year, but who knows? Oh, no, I hope not. <laughs> now, what exactly uh, is Riot Games? Because I'm not a PC gamer, so Riot Games is a little bit, um, a little bit uh, not my norm. Yes. So Riot Games owns a ton of IPs. So right now they've got League of Legends. They've got League of Legends, Wild Rift. They've got Legends of Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, and Valorant. And I'll go into each of these individually. Um, So League of Legends, the traditional League of Legends, is just a MOBA on the computer. So it's it's a big arena. Um, It's 5v5. You each get your own character, and every character has its own specialized kit. And your whole point of the game is to to kill the enemy's team's um, nexus. It's like their obje- their main objective they're trying to protect. Um, League of Legends Wild Rift, that is just that same game, but on mobile. So right now it's on phones, phones, and then it's actually supposed to at some point come to console. I'm not sure what happened with that, but that's supposed to happen at some point in time. Um, then you've got Legends of Runeterra. Legends of Runeterra is like... Um, it's like it's like a League of Legends based uh, card game. So think like Gwent. Um, uh, what's that? What's that one from um, Blizzard? Um, that narrows it down. It's it's the card game from Blizzard. Hearthstone. Uh, Hearthstone. Yep. Think Hearth Hearthstone, but with the uh, League of Legends characters and stuff. Okay. Um, then the Team Fight Tactics is another game they have, and it's like um, I think they call it three D uh, Auto Chess. Okay. Um, so that's that's team fight tactics. I hate it. It's complete garbage. Um, and then you have Valorant. Valorant's uh, Riot Games is like shooter. So it's it's like it has it's not League of Legends. Like there's no League of Legends characters in there. Um, but uh, it's 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 its own thing. It's its own like shooter. It's strictly on PC. So basically, League of Legends is on PC. Wild Rift's on mobile. Uh, Runeterra's on PC and mobile. Team Fight Tactics, I believe it's just PC. It might be mobile as well because it would work there as well to me. And then Valorant is strictly PC. So that's a positive because the next major announcement was Riot Games is going to start appearing on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. So this is really cool. Um, so basically, you're going to be able to get all characters inlocked in Team Fight Tactics. Um, it's 
I mean, sorry, League of Legends. I I'm not really sure what it's gonna do because I'm I'm not super familiar with the, like Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, and Valorant. I'm not really sure what the the Game Pass is gonna do for those ones, but I'm sure gonna get a goodies in there too. Um, but this is huge for League of Legends because there's like 160 champions in that game. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Game Pass subscription, you just get all of them included with Game Pass, and that that means I'm I'm assuming it means all current characters plus all newly released characters it's day one on launch which is awesome because right now either you have to pay real money to buy them or you have to use your like in-game currency Mm -hmm. like mind you i've been playing for years so i'll have like unlimited in-game currency to like buy the new character so it's not a big deal for me right but like if you've gotten into league of legends within the last like um let's say four or five years you probably still are trying to get unlock all the characters if you're just trying to use the in-game currency. So this is like a pretty big deal for that. Like, like um, League of Legends, if I remember correctly, is still like the number one PC game in the world. So you, yeah, it's like I, it's 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 insane. It's the the numbers that it has. Um, so like, just imagine if even half of those people signed up. That's a lot of incoming revenue for um, Xbox. So that may have been probably the biggest uh, financial announcement from Microsoft. And from my perspective, again, not a PC gamer, this is just kind of a something I could have missed. So thanks for the insight. Yeah, for sure. All right. So the next game that was announced, which is something that you've actually played before. Hyped. A Plague Tale Requiem. Now, when I first saw this and I saw the first rat, I said it's a Plague Tale. Mm-hmm. In my notes, I literally write. I literally wrote, "Chris's rat game is back." <laughs> <laughs> you haven't played it yet, still no, have you, dude? You would love this game. It like for me, it was a perfect ten. Like it had everything that I wanted. It told the story and everything in a perfect amount of time. It was. It was. It was my favorite game the year that it released and came to Game Pass. Um, I am so pumped for this second one like absolutely and utterly pumped and it is confirmed to be coming this year and i cannot wait to sit there and sink my teeth into it oh yeah this looks like it's going it looked very good uh looks like it was very dramatized it, it visually looks fantastic i think this is going to be a pretty good get especially as you said it's going to be on game pass this year now the next game that was announced was up my wheelhouse <laughs> Now, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about this or mention this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I was actually um, a part of the study group for the new Forza Motorsport. And so I actually sat in and they asked quite a few, a lot of different questions and uh, different comparisons and things like that. And I basically made my entire thoughts and feelings honest. I said, if we're going to be doing, if we're going to be doing, because they didn't tell me what the game was, but I knew what the game was. I said, in this day and age, if we're going to do racing games, you have to have dynamic weather, you have to have a 24-hour night cycle, and you have to make each race feel like an event. I'm tired of the days where we can't even like go into the pits and there's nothing for the pit guys to do. I'm tired of a world feeling lifeless. I want to see some life out of it. And surprisingly enough, when they shown this trailer, because I did this like months back, like I think they did this last year, when they shown the trailer, everything that I had talked about somehow made it into the game. That's awesome. So that's really cool. Very exciting. So you're welcome, uh, Forza Motorsport players. I had your back. 
Now, <laughs> visually, Chris, what did you think of this one? This announcement? I thought it was beautiful, dude. Um, Especially ray tracing. This game is going to yes. have actual ray tracing, not just glimpses of ray tracing. This is going to have race tracing while you're actually racing. Yes, uh, unlike Gran Turismo, which does not do that. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool when he was showing us uh, um, the reflections off the car and everything. I was like, oh, that's fun. That's even really the, cool. Even the reflections on like the spoiler looked amazing. Yes. Uh, my only gripe is the damage did not look good. The damage did not... Like, Forza Motorsport has always had damage. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, I kind of expect better damage. Like, because when a car crashes, because I've been watching a lot of um, racing, usually you're not expecting, like, major, like, deep scratches. Usually you expect, uh, you expect pieces of bodywork to fall off. Yeah. And we didn't see that here. Um, but, again, it's still an early build. I guarantee this is still going to be great. Yeah. My only other concern was when they said that we over, like, we, we redid the physics. Every person, every developer always says we redid the physics and it feels exactly like last time. Now, I guess so. Like, I will speak a little bit on that. So, physics is a weird thing. Mm -hmm. It's like if it's bad, a consumer will notice something and they'll call you out on it. If it's good, it feels the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't want, <laughs> you don't want to notice any difference. Yes. Yes. It, it's definitely one of those things. Now, I can tell you that one of my uh, former criticisms of the former Forza Motorsport 7 and the former Forza Motorsport series in general is that the cars always felt like they were driving on ice. They always felt like they were kind of weightless. Yeah. Whereas in Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo 7, the cars actually do feel like they're weight, uh, especially yeah. if you're racing with a racing wheel. So that's one of the things I do hope that they uh, fix. Um, I'm super excited for this. It's coming out sometime next year. I, I have one concern with this game. Yeah. With with it adding ray tracing while you're driving, it's going to be incredibly hard on uh, the hardware, on the Xbox. Um, I have a feeling that with ray tracing, it's going to push the... You're going to either take a loss in, like, from 4K down, down a little bit, um, or you're going to be stuck playing in 30 FPS instead of 60. Yeah, I'm curious because you did not you did not see in the announcement that it was 60 FPS. No, and no, it's it's too it's too it's too rough on machines. Even even like super high end computers struggle to run with ray tracing. Um, even even with that, even if they find a way to do 60 frames per second with ray tracing, you're not going to have a whole lot of cars on the field. No, because the more vehicles you have on the field, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. Um. So let's move on. And this one was kind of a DLC downloadable content announcement. Um, the Halo Infinite is coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, this, sound, this is fun. This is I a like, fun thing. This, this was fun. And I sat there. I'm yeah. like, I just can't not enjoy this. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to fly the Pelican? Yeah, without a doubt, dude. You know, I was sitting there. Trying to think of what the name of that fucking vehicle is. I am so glad that you you said it. <laughs> like I'm a fan of a flight simulator. I'm a fan of Halo flying, so I am definitely excited to try the Pelican. And then also with this announcement, it was the franchise's 40th anniversary. That's insane. It's isn't it the longest running franchise? Um, I don't know if it's the longest running, but it's definitely 40 years. You haven't heard another yeah. game for 40 years. Um. Is is that true? Let me see. Now with the oh, what? 
It's it's <laughs> it's something really stupid. It's called Oregon Trail. Oh, it's not stupid. I died so many times playing that game. Yeah, I fucking I sucked at it. I had a diarrhea every time. Um, <laughs> but the game is also going to be celebrating its 40th anniversary. And from that, we saw there was vintage planes being added. I really thought this was a really cool announcement. Um, I'm super excited to play this. Um, if you're big into Flight Simulator, I guarantee that this was a plus for you. Yeah. Um, our next announcement was something... Eh, if you watched the Twitter page, I once got into a spat over this, but that's okay. Uh, Overwatch <laughs> 2 is coming October 4th. You know what? So... Overwatch 2 is weird. So the first thing, it's free to play. Careful, Chris. I didn't know that. Be careful what you're about to say. <laughs> it's it's so it's weird because like <laughs> it basically looks like Overwatch One. <laughs> Jesus, Chris, you can't say that. I I mean, am I wrong? Like you know, like. I don't know, like why why they decided to make Overwatch two if it's not like leaps and bounds different. You know, I, I don't know. Do even if it's not leaps and bounds different. But nothing transfers from Overwatch one to Overwatch two, and that's that's my biggest problem with it. You have all these skins and stuff that you had on Overwatch one. Well, none of that transfers over to Overwatch two. Well, I'm sorry, Chris. Take it up with Madden and the EA in the entire EA brand. Like, oh my God. EA, but like that's what they do is like you just there. I fully understand your your complaining your critiques. I fully get that, and maybe in the new world we might be able to do that. However, <laughs> people are going to be paying money for Overwatch Two to pay money. They support the series. They want to yeah. pay for their skins, and Activision Blizzard is known for getting their money back. They will. They will get their money. I mean, it's it's one of their most popular franchises. So yep, the game is free, and you're going to pay to play it. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to some more um, Bethesda announcements. Um, the Elder Scrolls Online expansion, The High Tide, is going to release on June 21st. Now, I never got into Elder Scrolls Online. It seems like something I would enjoy, just never got into it. The High Tide looked very exciting. And then there was Fallout 76, the pit where you're going to be in Pittsburgh, which releases in September. Yeah. I, think, I think those are some pretty good expansions for Bethesda. I think these were safe. I think they're very good as well. Um, I've played both of those games, and they're both very fun. Well, I definitely want to play Elder Scrolls online. Like, if I can get an online game, that would be the one I would do. Well, you let me know if you ever want to get into it, because I've been looking for someone to play that with. Maybe we'll stream it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe one of these days. That's but hey, we we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming up that the three of us have decided we're playing together. We're gonna order pizza and we have to stream. We that's the running gags. We always talk about we're gonna stream something we never do. <laughs> so the, the next announcement was another expansion pack, the Forza Motorsport Hot Wheels expansion. Um, I loved Hot Wheels as a kid. I love Forza Horizon. I don't know if I love them together. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I I haven't played any of the Hot Wheels expansions before, and I probably won't play this one because it's not included with Game Pass, but I do like it. I don't know. Yeah, it will be available July 19th, but it will be something that you have to buy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably pick it up just so I can continue getting the achievements, but we'll see. Now, yeah. the next one is going to come back in a later story. We're going to talk about it now. You played Ark, correct? 
Oh, I played the crap out of ARK. So this is your alley. ARK 2 was announced as an Xbox console launch exclusive, starring Vin Diesel. Yep. Thoughts? I like it. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) dude, I love ARK. I've heard, I've heard, um, what do you say, Uh, Vin Diesel? I heard he's a huge fan of the series, and that's why he requests, like, he... Like he was uh, interested in being a character in the game. He he's a huge arc player, yeah, and the, the family. Yeah, Studio Wildcard was like, well, yeah, we'll take Vin Diesel into the game, sure. <laughs> and they made it happen. And um, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite survival games. And now, mind you, it's it's not without issues. It's not a perfect survival game in any means of the word. Mm-hmm. But the the idea of being able to tame dinosaurs. And ride them around has always has always come to grab me, you know. Here's a random question I just thought when you mentioned Vin Diesel. Which act do you think has been in the most video games? Like as like as a character that's depicted as them. Oh, that guy. Um hold on. What guy? Actor from Detroit. You know the actor from Detroit Becoming Human? I never played Becoming it. Human. Never played it. What's his name? Uh yeah, I just I just looked up the actor list and I don't I don't know his <laughs> I don't know his I don't know his face, like his name. Like I'm looking at these pictures and it's not him. See if off the top of my head, I would say it's Norman Reedus. Um Norman. Walking Dead. But then, yeah, that, that's another one I've seen. Yes. But then a person can be like, well, what about all the wrestling actors? Like all the wrestlers? Because technically they're the same character each year. Oh my God, that doesn't count. Okay, fine. Actors only. Then Batista. <laughs> <laughs> Batista. Yeah, he's in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's hysterical. All right, so let's move over to another game that's kind of been kind of been sitting out there on the back burner. We haven't heard a whole lot about, and that is Scorn. Now, this is going to be developed, uh, oh, not developed, but I think it's in partnership with um, who? It's been inspired by. It's not H. George R. R. Martin, is it? No. Well, who's inspired Scorn? Because Scorn was supposed to have some very famous person. Uh, inspired by the works of visual artist H.R. Ginger and Zdzowski Biskinski. Well, he's got a messed up mind. I'll tell you that. This game looks terrifying. This game looks very exciting. I'm surprised we have not heard a whole lot about it. But I think this is one of those games where you should go in blind. You should not uh, do the development diaries until after you beat the game. You should not watch trailers. You should not play the walkthrough. You should just buy the game, know nothing about it, boot it up, and just start. Or, or, hear me out. I'm listening. Play it first day on Game Pass. <laughs> you heard it here, everybody. Uh, hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now let's go over to the next one. Um, and this next one is a game called Flintlock Siege of Dawn. It's going to be on the Unreal Engine. Uh, and to be honest with you, Chris, didn't love the look of this one. So, I actually really liked it. <laughs> really? Yep. Um, I don't know what it was. I, I thought it looked pretty brutal. Um, I don't know. I'm just a different... I'm I'm pretty easy to please, if you haven't figured it out yet. 
Yeah, I can see um, that. And uh, for me, I, I guess I'm a little more greedy. I just thought that this just did not look finished. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it, it sure. It, I think there was there were some moments with like uh, with some performance problems. It looks like the graphics were tuned down a little bit. Um, but maybe it just needs some polishing. I mean, it still it still has time. It's it's set for early 2023. So, um, I mean, I. I will try it. I mean, it's it's on my list of games to try. Yeah, I'll definitely take a look at it. But is when it comes to like rushing out to go grab it, I don't know if that's going to necessarily be me. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the next one is something that I didn't... This one was an announcement that kind of confused me. Um, because I always thought this was a full game. I thought Grounded was already a game. But apparently, Grounded is finally leaving its early access phase and is finally becoming a full game. Expect that is correct. I did not know that. I always thought this was a game that was already out. Nope. I've, uh, I've played it several times, uh, several times through this early access as they add new content. I usually try and go in and try it out. I haven't tried the most recent thing where they added like classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been an early access this whole time, dude. Um, and you could tell there was, there was like so like there was at one point where we like lost our entire like save and stuff like and we had to like start fresh on someone else's like world and stuff so like it it definitely had its problems but overall every time I've jumped in and played it I've had had a fantastic time they've done a Obsidian has done an amazing job with that game I applaud them for what they've brought to the survival industry Obsidian is a very interesting studio because they have, very good. they have released some really good hits. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very good at what they do. They're one to watch. All right, so the next thing that was announced was Minecraft Legends. And when I first saw this trailer, I said, okay, Minecraft, maybe it's an expansion, maybe it's going to be a story game. But it's a strategy action game that looked okay for the being in the world of Minecraft. This was actually one of the ones where I, I'm actually, I have no interest you tuned out on this one? Yep. I just it's it looked fine. They did a great job for what they were trying to the crowd they were trying to pull. I'm just not a person in that crowd. Fair enough. I fully understand that. Uh, I'm not a big Minecraft person either, but I can see where this is going to slot into play. Um mm-hmm. the next major announcement was called Lightyear Frontier. Now this looked like a farming simulator. Yes. I wasn't entirely sure what the purpose was. However, I was excited to see it. This yes. Looked, this looked entertaining. I would absolutely play the crap out of this. It, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be some chill, like, open world, like, farming thing, adventure, like you said, which I was all in for. I was like, well, you're telling me I run around in a mech suit and I farm <laughs> and build, like, this, like, a town? Yeah, g- count me in. Tell <laughs> me in. I want to be a part of it. Let's go. Um, I'm definitely curious as to what this is going to look like. I'm definitely going to play this. Uh, moving on, we're moving on to Gunfire Reborn. Now, my notes for this: it looks uh, a bit like Borderlands, but PG-13. Hmm, that's an interesting one. Um, I I thought it looked good, it, and you're right. Uh, yeah, it does look kind of like Borderlands. Um, and it's again, one of those games on my list that I'm like, yep, I'll try that out. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to do it, but it's coming to game pass. I just did not think it looked that great. And I'm not even talking about, oh, it needs to have like 
4K visuals run on 60 frames per second. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about I want to play a game that looks like it's a next-gen game. Yeah. And I did not get that from Gunfire. I did not get that, oh, I need to play this on an Xbox Series X or PS5 becomes the PS5. So what what's interesting about this is it looks like Gunfire Reborn's been out on PC and yeah. it it's uh I, I looked on the Steam game, so it's twenty bucks on Steam and it's its reviews are all very positive. Well, all right then. Well maybe we'll see some positivity from this. Yeah. So it's something that's been out. How long has this been out? Oh, it released in November of twenty twenty one. Okay, okay, okay. Um, now the next game was one that I put a little asterisk next to, which means that I thoroughly enjoyed whatever this is. And that's the last case of Benedict Fox coming spring 2023. This is a side scroller. It looks great. It looks, it looks exciting. It looks fun to play. It looks beautiful. It looks like it has a story to tell. It's literally giving me everything that I want. Yep. It gave me that. If it like gave me that love crafty and like feel. Yes. Um, literally that. It, like I love the like detective like games and this it looks like you're trying to solve something. <laughs> it's literally the last case of Benedict Bach. It's currently on uh, Steam, so you might be able to play it on PC. But this one looked exciting. I wasn't expecting this kind of announcement. So we had that, and then slowly following was the game that I actually marked that I was most excited for. As Dusk Falls. So this is weird that you say that you're most excited for that one. I am. So, so I at first I was watching and I was like, well, this this art style is weird. I, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then as it went on, I was like, you know what? This actually looks really interesting. I will try this out. Right. Um, the like people have been confused by what this game is, and I'm just like, I don't know. I felt like they took they did a good job with that last trailer. I saw. I was like, I get it. I was like, I want to try it. I'm curious of what's going on here. I was recently watching some developer reviews and people just discussing, and apparently it can also be a multiplayer game where you and your friends have to make the decisions for the people. Which is really cool. That's fun. Yeah. And the guy said that there is like an unlimited amount of like ways this can end. I think he said there's 128 different branches of endings. And he says it's really you have to make the decisions to what you want to do. And that's the kind of decision making in video games I really want to see. Uh, maybe we'll stream this one too. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm in. Like, if you if you start this, let me know because uh, it's coming soon. It is coming um, soon. Yeah, July, July nineteenth. Oh snap! I'm going to be here for it. Uh, <laughs> the next one was uh, Narcala Blade Point, a sixty player battle royale. Warrior fighting game coming out June 23rd. This looked bananas. It looked wild, but it's unfortunately it's not my style. I could I can 100% could see that because at first I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is just going to be like some fighting game. But yeah. then like you get into an act, then you're actually on an actual like battle royale map. And when you meet another person, then it becomes a one on one. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't look as fun. Yeah. 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 Like, I was just like, meh. <laughs> I guarantee you like this game is going to be full of hackers and full of cheaters. Always, unless it's unless I get to only play with Xbox folks, you know? Like if, if I'm playing with those PC cheaters, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh the next one was a world premiere, uh Pentiment. This was a very odd storybook type game from Obsidian and it, 
when I first saw this, I was just like, this looks terrible. But the more I watched the trailer, the more interested I got with it. Now, do you remember this one? Yeah, I do remember this one. It, it, you're right. It gave it gave that like that like book feel to it. Yeah, like literally like one of those books you find in in, in church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I, I I do love going to our museum, so this is this artistic style I do recognize. Yeah. Um, but the story wise, I'm like I don't get how this is a game, but you know what? It's a new RPG. I'm willing to give it a try. It looks different. And it's a romp to the medieval manuscripts. So you know what? Yeah. It's different. Let's play. Yeah, it's developed by Obsidian. I have I have full faith in that studio. Well, if it was so. anybody but Obsidian, I would have been a little bit. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I would have been a little bit uh, nervous. <laughs> you know, Obsidian can do weird good. Yeah. So in that regard, I'm super excited to play this. Uh, the next one was also a world premiere. Which I think is funny because every time they say world premiere, I'm like, I thought we've already heard of this. World premiere. <laughs> world premiere is a stealth platformer by the name of Erebon Shadow Legacy. No um, interest. That was quick. Why no interest? <laughs> it just it just doesn't look like it's for me. I mean, it looks fine, but like, sorry, sorry, studio that made this. I don't, I'm not actually sure who made this, but I it, it just didn't it didn't check any box for me. Honestly, it's funny you say that because as I'm watching it, um, I, this developed by a baby robot games. As I'm watching it, I'm just like, okay, somebody's going to enjoy this. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, it was the same thing. I'm like, yeah, it looks cool. I don't think I'm ever gonna, I'm ever going to play it. But that's yeah. It. <laughs> uh, the next one I think was probably my third most excited thing because I'm never normally excited for this. Let's hear it. Diablo Four, bro. The new, the Necromancer. <sighs> looks insane the game looks great i know we have beat on activision blizzard a lot here and we're going to continue to do so (laughs) we're going to beat that horse until it dies until bobby coda goes home exactly exactly yeah dude tell us more diablo 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 this is the the Diablo game that we have been waiting for you know this this is everything that the franchise has like everyone has been asking for for this franchise to do ever and stuff that we didn't think that that would ever be done right like this is this is seriously like hitting on like all check marks like you got pvp co-op you've got like open world like gameplay um you've got all these different classes and all that stuff um this seriously looks so cool yeah, this is definitely uh, me who has never played a Diablo. Diablo Four seems like the one I'm going to jump in, and I guarantee I'm going to play as the Necromancer. That that was just the, that is how you do a trailer, by the way. That is how you start. Yes, that is that like that shows me why um, Xbox purchased uh, is looking to purchase Activision Blizzard. That shows me exactly why, like them hitting on all cylinders like that, like. If you are listening to this podcast and you have not seen that Diablo 4 trailer, go watch it now. <laughs> Just pause the podcast, come back to it, go watch that trailer. It is that good. Yes, it is that good. It looks fun. It looks exciting. Everything you want. Like, hell, Diablo 4 basically helped push my uh, Game Pass review from just okay to pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, this was this was hype. Like This was hype. I I thought we might see it because it's it's got to be coming soon. 
but to like literally actually see it, I, it was, it's seriously doing things I didn't even think they would ever do with Diablo. Like, you know, like I was like, oh, this, it's this top down, like this dungeon crawler, but like, this is, this is different. This is great. Oh, absolutely. Now let's move on to a game that you're very familiar with. Sea of Thieves is getting more downloadable content. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Um, for those who aren't familiar, anything that Sea of Thieves brings DLC-wise besides like cosmetics is always free if you have Game Pass or if you have the standard game. So it's it's a really cool update. Um, there's like, This one's about like uh, becoming the captain of your own ship. You can customize the captain's cabin, which you've never been able to do before. You can name your ship, which you've never been able to do before. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of things that I didn't mention. Um, there's some question marks though on this one too. What's like the marks? they like mentioned something about like turning like in your loot faster, but yeah. I'm curious as to like what they mean by that because I can tell you right now, sometimes it takes like 40 minutes to turn in loot. Like <laughs> it, like it is like legit a chore. Like it sucks. <laughs> Like I was like I've been asking for like I've been saying for years that they need to give me a wheelbarrow or something because I'm trying to like carry like one piece of treasure like one treasure chest at a time off a ship where you have like fifty chests sucks. <laughs> oh, I fully understand that. I never gotten to see of these because I'm a solo player generally, and yeah. it's not that is a hard game to play by yourself. Oh, it's rough, and I've done it. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking rough. I've always I just get trolled typically by some yeah. a bunch of jerks oh yeah and that's why i never really got into it but i guess see if these is really getting braced and ready to take on skull and bones (laughs) 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 skull and bones are gonna make it off the port man skull and bones are gonna sink before it leaves dock (laughs) (laughs) that's good so the next one was another world premiere this is coming out in 2023 it is called ravenlock this gives yes. me indie game vibes, and I did not think this was going to be for me at all, and it does not look like it's for me at all. I liked it, man. I don't know. It, it gave me know, the man. <laughs> it gave me like you know like those like Alice in Wonderland vibes, you know that that weird that weird. Um, I almost want to call it like gothic, like I don't know. With gothic, that's that 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 word works. It's like a cartoony like gothic style, like a fairy tale style. Like I don't know. It just looks fun. <laughs> it looked okay. This did not. This, when I saw this, I was like, "Okay, cool. This looks great." Then I grabbed my phone. <laughs> that, that is a per, like. I need to go ahead. We need to stream like when we do these showcases. If yeah. I grab my phone, it shows me I'm not interested. <laughs> oh my god, you're trash. <laughs> you're complete trash. Oh, that's who I am as a person. I do not care. However, there was another world pr- pr- premiere, uh, Cocoon, which I said looks like Death's Door. I'm trying to think of what even this one was. Well, that's how you know it's bad. Um. Oh, was this where you were carrying around the like? I don't. I don't know what was going on with it, but I didn't. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. So this is from the Limbo developer. Um, there's a new puzzle type of game. Uh, it it looked like Death's Door, and that's fine. You can emulate emulate that, but. I didn't play Death's Door because it looked good. I played it based on recommendation. And so I think for Cocoon, that's going to be the same story. It looked fine. It looked yeah. fine. It's definitely not something on my list. No. 
Uh, next one was also a world premiere. And this one, I'm going to give this one probably my number four ranking of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world premiere of Wo Long Fallen Dynasty looks like a JRPG Demon Souls coming out in 2023. This game looked epic. Yes. So this is something that the uh, Xbox um, platform has been missing. Yeah. You know, we do not... On Xbox, we don't have JRPGs. If you want a JRPG, you typically you, 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 you have a Switch or you have a PlayStation. Like most of the JRPGs, like there are some multi-platforms that come our way to Xbox, but we don't have any exclusive ones. And I, if I remember correctly, I think this is exclusive to uh, Xbox. No, it is not. It's not. No, it's it's going to probably be released first on Xbox. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. It's scheduled for release early 2023 on Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Okay. This is this is going to be a multi-platform game. So I was hoping the same thing you were. This was probably going to really bring in Xbox back into the fold into the JRPG world. Yeah, it's multi-plat still. Okay. Platform. Okay. Well, I guess it coming first helps, but yeah, that's that's actually kind of depressing that it's not. I thought this would be something that would be like, oh yeah, this is this is exclusive for you guys. We've we've heard the feedback on it. Yeah, Microsoft's like, nah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is um, this is actually up your wheelhouse. Atlas Studios Persona yes. Persona is coming to Game Pass. You know what's hilarious about this? That I thought um, Persona was on Game Pass. <laughs> that you already thought for when it was on game pass yeah, no I <laughs> um i had actually just taken a survey for atlas about a month and a half ago actually oh yeah and basically in the survey i put in every question release all your games on xbox so little little history lesson there uh persona used to be completely multi-platform like day one and then for some reason, it stopped being when the Xbox One, I believe, happened. Um, there was basically all like all the personas were coming out to Switch and I think PlayStation, mm-hmm. like Nintendo products and PlayStation. I'm not sure what happened there, but then like so like I've played Persona Five. It was it was actually the first Persona I've played. So I'm definitely gonna go back and try these other ones that it's coming to Game Pass. But um, and it's it's. It's definitely one of my favorite JRPGs ever. Really? Um, it is that well done. I felt like my biggest problem with Persona 5 was I felt like it should have ended sooner. It took me about, <laughs> oh, it was like 120 hours for me to beat the game. That is so long. Yeah, exactly. And like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like that I was sitting there doing every single thing. Cause there's a lot you have to do. Like, the, it's like a life simulator. Like, so if you don't know about this about the Persona series, you are a student. In at least in Persona Five, you're a student, and you have to go to school. You have to uh, you take tests and stuff like shit like that, which is fucking hilarious. Um, you, and then at night, you are a dungeon crawler. Like you go to the dungeons. Um, you, if you don't go to the dungeon, you have to like study and have like a social life and go to like the movies and stuff. It's like crazy, but it's like, it's, that may sound odd, but it works really, really, really well. Mm -hmm. 
Well, maybe I'll give that a try now that it's coming to Game Pass because you've given good recommendations for it, and now there's absolutely no reason not to do it. Exactly. Uh, I do appreciate the people who say there's a, an Xbox Game Pass drought, there's nothing to play, and I'm like, that can't be further from the truth. You're so full of it. Yeah. Well, here's the this one was the next one was interesting because it wasn't an announcement per se. It was an announcement that an announcement was going to happen. Hiro Kojima, who is from uh, created the Metal Gear Solid series and created Death Stranding for the PlayStation 5, <laughs> PlayStation and yep. PC, is now going to be working on a new IP for Microsoft. But he said we will we'll be announcing something soon. So you're announcing they're going to make an announcement. Great. Now, when Hiro Kojima made this announcement that he was going to make an announcement, there was actually a petition going on that had people sign that said to basically tell Hiro Kojima to not make anything for Microsoft. So stupid. People, Sony people, because you know that's who they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation people were just like, we don't believe Hiro Kojima should be working with Microsoft. Well, if y'all don't believe Hiro Kojima should be working with Microsoft, y'all should have bought Death Stranding. I hate to say it. But so Sony, true. Sony literally said they were disappointed with Death Stranding sales. All right. And then he's like, all right, well, I'll go to Xbox. They won't. It's like, well, y'all don't like it. I'll go do some other stuff then. I'll get some place where I'll be appreciated. Exactly. What I, yeah. I was going to say, I think he made this announcement because he was tired of getting questions of whether he was doing it. (laughs) He was just like, all right, I'm going to make something for you guys. I'm not going to tell you what. Leave me alone. Exactly. What I would love to see is if Hiro Kojima actually made that, um, that demo PT, basically like this uh, Silent Hill type demo. Mm-hmm. Got a new IP for Microsoft. That would be legit. Was going to happen? That would probably, be really cool. Is going to happen? Probably not. Probably going to be like Metal Gear Solid spinoff something. Um, I know it has something to do with the cloud. Yeah, something has to do with the cloud. We'll see what that means. But yeah. During the Xbox, but that's the showcase. They mentioned that there are going to be fifty new games on Game Pass over the next twelve months, which is going to consist of at least three brand new games every single month. So Microsoft heard the criticism about how there's nothing on Microsoft, there are no games coming out, and they really responded with that. They, hey, you get new stuff, you get three new games every year, every month. You can't complain. Yeah. It may not oh, be yeah. three new games you weren't necessarily going to play, but there are three new games. Yeah, 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 no, that's that's so true. And, and then they mentioned in 2023 that it's going to start with Starfield, Redfall, Minecraft Legends, and the new Forza Motorsport. So 2023 is going to be starting off packed. Now, yeah. after they made this announcement, uh, the elephant in the room was finally shown, and we finally saw gameplay of Starfield. Yes. Thoughts. I want your thoughts first. Uh, are you sure you want my thoughts? I know you're not going to like it, but go ahead. Well, no, no, no. That's not what I'm going to say. <laughs> what I'm going to say is this. I love space exploration games. I love sci-fi. I love Skyrim. I did not love Fallout. When I'm watching this particular Starfield, I'm like, okay, this looks up my alleyway. I'm like, this looks fun. This looks great. You can fly your own ship. You can create your own ship. You can like build communities. I'm like, okay, everything looks amazing. Everything looks great. But then when they got to like the main city, that's when everything went downhill for me. I really hate in video games where you have the main city or main hub and there's nobody there. Oh. (laughs) Like, how do you have this gigantic uh, city civilization that's bigger than all the cities 
in both Fallout and Sky and uh, Elder Scrolls, and there's like six people walking around. All right, that that's that's a very fair that's a very fair judgment. I I okay. Oh, yes, oh. I can agree with you there. We, we I guess we just don't know how old this build is that they showed us. That is true. Overall, I thought it looked fun and it made me more excited than before. Yeah. Did it, did it look fantastic? No. It did not look good on Unreal Engine. It looked no. like you were playing a new version of Fallout, Fallout and Skyrim mixed together. Yeah. And that's fine. That's Bethesda. That's kind of what we're expecting out of this. Yeah, absolutely. So now, what are your impressions and your thoughts? So I thought it looked I it, I thought it looked a lot of fun. Yep. Um like you said, the the graphics just aren't there. It's 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 basically like you said, it's like a Fallout um, Elder Scroll mix. Um, what I'm really excited for is that, <laughs> as weird as this sounds, that our character does not have a voice. Same. <laughs> I don't even know if I talk. <laughs> I'm like, it was so. The only time. The only time that it would be okay for for me, and I have never seen a game do this, so I don't know if this is possible or if it's just it's too technically challenging at this point in time. The only time I would like to hear the character's voice is if I could put my voice as the character in the game. Literally not possible. I so like here's my thinking: AI is AI is becoming very 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 prevalent it is you can deep fake people's like deep fake someone and make them look like they're saying something that they're not that is true if they could come up with a way to put ai in a game and you record like a, a like a few sentences you say out a few sentences and then it takes it and just adds your voice to eat every line in the game that's possible that is the move now, that that is the move right there. Here's where I'm gonna checkmate you right now, Chris. What? Everybody hates the sound of their own voice. Shit, I'd love to hear me talking shit to all these characters. I don't know about you. No, you wouldn't, because you'd be like, you turn that on, you turn that feature on hella quick. <laughs> this guy sounds fucking annoying. This guy sounds like a god. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but and the most exciting part of the Starfield announcement was when they mentioned how many planets there are. There are this. This is where it split the room. This is what split the room. Uh, oh yeah! Like there's a thousand planets with full exploration. Yep. But here's the thing, Chris. There's only four cities. Yep. <laughs> so somebody was just like, "So you mean to tell me we're going to have about 800 uh, planets? We're never going to make it to." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't because and it's interesting because. Todd Howard said that each uh, planet is going to be fully explorable, right? Right. But then he said, okay, it's going to be 20% bigger than Skyrim. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. I have like that. Are these baby planets? Are these just like walking around in one particular area of a planet? They're dwarf planets. <laughs> but you got to get rid of the word full exploration. So when they when this thousand planets was enough, you can fully explore and you can land and explore anywhere on the planet. Uh, people were very split. They're like, okay, so you're taking away time from the main game and building a great main story to develop a bunch of planets that we probably don't need. So 
No, that's actually not how those work. Okay. So those are just uh, randomly generated. Yes, randomly generated planets, 100% so, true. So like there's there's no, there might, there's probably a little bit of the dev time wasted, but really not that much. Well, not you, as Well, you, you, if it's Bethesda, you should be pu- putting something on each one of those planets. Unless, I agree. Unless you're going to do the thing where each planet is going to be an uh, opportunity for DLC. Because you literally can do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. Um, personally, I would say modders would tear us off. Wait, what? I would say modders would be like oh, yeah. would love this. Oh, guaranteed. That I can't wait for that aspect. Yeah. Um, personally, I was not expecting a thousand planets. I probably would have been fine with maybe like less than ten, like an actual gap, like actual like our solar system, like just enough where we can actually fully explore each one. Each one is vastly different than the rest. I don't need to be going to different galaxies. I don't need to be going to different universes because I don't know if I'll have the time to do so. But yeah. Are you going to be playing Starfield day one? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to most likely do so, but I'm going to guarantee you right now that day one uh, uh, patch is going to be massive. Oh, yeah. You know it's going to be. Get your external well, hard drives together. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> Perfect. But all right, yo, that, that wraps our Xbox Bethesda showcase coverage. Overall, it was a perfectly fine show. Um, we're still missing quite a lot. Chris, when do you think we're going to see some Fable action? <laughs> um, <laughs> not next year. I think the year after. So you don't think it's going to make it to next E3 next nope. year? Mm-mm. I really don't think it's going to make it. I think it'll, I think it'll I think it'll release in 2024. 2024 would not be an awful time span. Yeah, I'm hoping we can see something soon. Hoping to see something with Perfect Dark Zero, but I just, I just, I guess that's the problem with Xbox. I want to see more. Yeah, where Xbox yeah. has the community wrapped up, Sony can say they have the games. I want Sony to have community, and I want Xbox to have the games. <laughs> we all got to work together. <laughs> Sony does have the community. They'll defend them for their honor. Sony, <laughs> like Sony could shut down tomorrow. And still be charging everyone's credit card for PS Plus, and they would be defending them. Well, you know, yep. business, and you know, I, I really appreciated their time. Shut up. They're so ridiculous, dude. Everyone's ridiculous. But all right, brother <sighs> man, we'll catch each other later. Uh, you guys all know me as Darkness Tiger. You can find me controlling the Twitter page at Uninformed Gamers. You can also find me at the top of the leaderboard in both Gran Turismo as well as Forza Horizon, cl- slowly working my way up. To the top in Formula One 2021. I'll be picking up the next Formula One very soon here next month. Uh, if you like what we do, be sure to give us a like, a share, a subscribe, anything. Some feedback is always appreciated. We recently got some feedback from one of Chris's friends. Says that we are incredibly funny. <laughs> yeah. My stupidity is the funny part. Sign offs. Real quick, the surface that killed me. Um, but, but yeah, I am um, Chameleon. You can find me at uh, on Twitter at Chameleon Games. It's always a pleasure to talk with you guys. We'll catch um, you all next time. Yes, later. Bye.